This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of True Agape Christian Church. Every promise, amen, write this here, according to the Bible, amen, is yes and amen. And since every promise is yes and amen, how can I stand up in the pulpit and tell you, amen, that sometimes God tells you no? Because you're going to go out and start propagating the same information. You're going to tell somebody, honey, honey, sometimes God say no. And you're going to start saying crazy stuff yourself. Amen. The truth is, people, God said yes. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words? How shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. Give with the right mentality. When we give, go ahead, write down your paper. When we give, we should give with the right mentality. Okay? Mark 4 and 8. Mark chapter 4 and verse 8. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, some and 100. Mark 4 and 8. Talking about the seed. He says, and some fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some 100. One of the most profound principles in the word of God that guarantees a continuous increase in finances is the principle of giving. Your giving is a channel to facilitate your receiving, for there can be no receiving without first giving. Sadly, a lot of people give to God with the mentality of lack and loss. No, that's not wise, he says. Such a mentality stops the miracle of receiving from taking place. Kingdom consciousness of giving is different. When you give to God, be more conscious of the promise of your giving. Remember that Jesus said about the soil who sowed his seeds on good ground. He said it yielded fruits that sprang up and increased and brought forth 30, 60, and 100 full harvests. So you could have a 30-fold return, a 60-fold return, or a 100-fold return on your giving. With the right mentality, you can set in motion all the miracle power of God to cause a 30-fold and a 60-fold 
or a hundredfold to return on what you've given. Train yourself to become positive with God in your giving. When next you give an offering or a seed to God, do it with the mentality of someone who is in the kingdom and you have amazing testimonies. I love it. I love it. One more now. And I have something I want to share with you. God. Demonstrate, write it down. Demonstrate your righteousness in giving. Demonstrate your righteousness in giving. Taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 from the TPT translation. And it reads, yes, God is more more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything every moment in every way. He will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing you do. One of the ways to live a life of influence honor and impact in the kingdom of God is to be a real giver, generous to the cause of the gospel. It's so inspiring to see those who are filled with the utmost zeal to spread the gospel into every nook and cranny of the world. See yourself as responsible for, for reaching everyone in your world and in regions beyond with the gospel before the Lord returned. Think about the impressive testimony of this book right here, Rhapsody of Realities, devotional being available in all known active languages of the world, making it the most translated material in the, in the whole world. This happened because many around the world made themselves available given their time and resources to see that billions of people can read the message of the gospel in their needy language. You can choose to be a part of this today, he says. The Bible says, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that ministers seed to the soil, both Minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. <clears throat> Giving is righteousness. And by sowing seeds of righteousness, you produce fruits of righteousness. He says his righteousness remained forever. Yes, Christ has made you righteous, but there's fruits, there are rather fruits of righteousness and they come from your works of righteousness. Works of righteousness are seeds of righteousness and being manifested primarily in your giving. They are returned 
in an abundance harvest to you. What about that? Now, that's just something that I want you to get a hold to. I, I want you to get this stuff. I didn't mean to make you bored, but okay, okay, there you go. I want you to get a hold to this, this stuff. All right? Write the word righteousness down on your paper because you've noticed that several of those scriptures that I quoted shows you, amen, that it is about righteousness. All right? <clears throat> The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 that he who knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you don't have to worry about what good thing you have done to become righteous. Jesus Christ made you righteous. Now I'm going to say something. If you want to disagree, amen, you can do that. I'm going to be talking about the Bible though. So if you want to disagree with the Bible, that's fine with you. You don't have to be a perfect person to be righteous. Did I, am I quoting the Bible? I am. You don't have to be a perfect person to be righteous. If you know a church that's teaching that, amen, slap them for me. It ain't so. Because the person that teaches that ain't, 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 ain't perfect. They are not. Our perfection is in Christ. He's the one that's perfect. Our righteousness is from Christ. He made us righteous. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So you're not righteous, amen, because you went a whole week without cussing? You're not righteous, amen, because, you know, you finally stopped doing certain things. You're righteous because Christ made you righteous. All right, when a person understands that, they get rid of the chains, the shackles that keep them at a very low state in Christ. They, they get rid of it. May not happen at once. Gradually, those things are going to drop off you. They are. Why? Because you understand that you've already been made righteous. And you get some kind of idea of what it means to be righteous. As a righteous person, I can stand before God. I can stand before our Lord Jesus Christ with no guilt whatsoever. Let me help you. Let's just say Gwen and I just got through fussing and carrying on with each other. I can go stand right in God's presence with no guilt. I mess you up. See, y'all been fighting. See, y'all been fighting. Yeah, yeah, tell the truth. Amen. But, but look, amen. You, you, you maintain your righteous status. You, you don't have a righteousness where you take it off and put it on, take it off and put it on. It's yours. Christ gave it to you. Look what the Bible admonished all of us to do. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. You ought to wear it. You ought to put it on. You won't be worried about condemnation. You won't be worried about what people say about you. When you hear the latest gossip about you, you ought to laugh. People, I laugh at that stuff. I promise you I do. 
I promise you I do. Bitch, I don't know what I don't know where you know what they're saying about you. I, 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 I could care. I could care. I, I, I could care less what they saying. And that's the truth. If somebody bold enough come to my face and tell me, I'll laugh right in their face. Why? Because I know that whatever they're saying about me, amen, is not the real me. I'm, I'm who he wrote about. That's who I am. I'm the one he wrote about. That's who I am. That's who you are. Let me help you. You got a spouse, amen, that's always saying ugly things to you. At some point, you're supposed to get rid of that. I don't mean him. (laughs) But you're supposed to get rid of that. You're supposed to. See, the only reason it still affects you like that, amen, is because you don't yet have control of your emotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what it's like, amen, when the one you love, amen, saying nasty and harsh things. I get that. I get that. I'm saying as we grow in Christ, though, amen, saying what he says about us. For one thing, God ought to mean more to you than he does. You ought to be more in love with God than you are him. Didn't I say that right? Because because when you love God more than you do him. And God loves you more than him does. (laughs) Then nothing that him says can affect you. I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. Amen. Woo! When I'm busy hearing God say how much he loved me. You hear me? I can drown out all the ugly things that him saying. I can drown all that out. Gator! Hallelujah! You don't let stuff like that bother you. Mr. Crab, they, they say, you used to do such and such a thing. I said, I did. <laughs> I said, but you said the magic word, used to. <laughs> did you do it, though, Bishop? I did. <laughs> Got five T-shirts. I did. See? Has nothing to do with my present. Yes. That was my past. Yes. I don't mind you bringing up my past. Right. I don't mind it. I can tell it better than you. You only know parts of it. I know all of it. You didn't see what I done once I closed the door. I know the whole thing. So ain't no way in the world you can put, hey, y'all Courtney, I feel this. Ain't no way in the world you can put me down, baby. Cause you told me what you saw before I went in the door. I know what I did when I went in the door. Come on, somebody. And he forgave me for all of it. For all of it. Hallelujah. Uh. Hallelujah. So I took the shackles off. Hallelujah. I'm not in bondage no more. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. 
Bishop, there was a rumor going around about you. I said, how big is it? <laughs> is it big enough to make me popular? <laughs> I don't care. Look at my mouth. I don't care. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Haven't you heard the word? Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Hallelujah. That's the beauty of being born again. You get a chance to start out all over again. That's the beauty of being born again. Hallelujah. You're not supposed to drag your past around you. Once you get saved, hallelujah, trash it. Mm. You know what I love about the grace of God? Do you know what I love about the grace of God? Even if I make a boo-boo while I am saved, uh, I have an advocate with the Father, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Amen. Who will cleanse me of all of my sins. All unrighteousness, putting me right back in right standing with God. So I stand right back up as if I never fell down. Hallelujah. Don't you know, to the surprise of a lot of people, they in heaven, they're going to be so mesmerized, they're going to be able to enjoy themselves. When they see all those people stuck through there, they wonder, how do you get up here? What are you doing up here? What? How do you get up here? Amen. No, the question is, how do you get up here? <laughs> you, you don't even understand grace, so you know you ain't got no bed up here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You don't understand righteousness, so you ain't got no business up here. We understand righteousness. Those that are up here, we understand righteousness. That it was his blood. It was his blood. Hallelujah. The propitiation of our sin, it was his blood that washed us clean. Glory be to God. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. Can I read some of this before we say goodbye? Look. Love, L-O-V-E, the righteousness of God at work. Love slash the righteousness of God at work. From 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 and 9, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. When we talk about the love of God, it's actually the demonstration of the righteousness of God. The love of God is the righteousness of God at work. Why does God love? It's because of his righteousness. Our opening text says God is love. He is love because it is righteous to love. If there's no object of love, love can't be expressed. However, you can only express love 
to a being that can receive and reciprocate love. So the righteousness of God causes the nature of love to emanate from him and be expressed from him. Love that is inactive is not love. Wherever the righteousness of God is in manifestation, the love of God is experienced. Therefore, when you see a brother or a sister who's not walking in love, it's because they don't understand the righteousness of God. Did you hear what I just said? I'm going to read that again. Whenever you find a brother or sister, amen, that's not walking in love, it's because they don't understand the righteousness of God. And because they don't understand it, they are not living it in it, rather. Their problem begins with their very relationship with God. Not even with the person or the people they have trouble with. The more you know the Lord, the more you understand his righteousness. And the more his love is reflected back to you and from you. Remember what he did in Christ Jesus. He made you the righteousness of God. You are the expression of his righteousness. If that's true, how can you not walk in love? God is love. In other words, that's who he is. <laughs> that's his nature. The same is true of righteousness. God is righteous. That's his nature. So when we teach people about walking in love, that's really for the, for the babes in Christ. Uh oh, You haven't matured in Christ until you're really walking in love. And you will not walk in love until you understand and live in the righteousness of God. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Whew. Pastor, that good to me, Pastor. Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me end this thing like this. Glory be to God. We should all understand righteousness. I'm going to show you why. In Isaiah 54, he said he promised that we would be establishing righteousness. Didn't he? All right. Pastor, Pastor Randy, if I'm not established in righteousness, I'm going to be neglected of a lot of things. And I'm going to treat it as if it's something that God is holding back from me or something I'm going to get way up there in the future somewhere. Amen. When he's already given to me. And so people will say things like, well, sometimes, you know, and I hear it preached all the time. I say, I don't say that because these are professional preachers. You know, sometimes, sometimes God don't always say, yeah, sometimes God say no. Always say to them that they need to qualify a statement like that. I'm going to tell you why. Because you will leave the parishioners thinking that God sometimes say no. Watch this here. Amen. God don't say no to a promise. The Bible say in his promises, yes and amen. So where the no coming in there? See, every promise, amen, write this here, according to the Bible, amen, is yes and amen. 
that says every promise is yes and amen. How can I stand up in the pulpit and tell you, amen, that sometimes God tell you no? Because you're going to go out and start propagating the same information. You're going to tell somebody, honey, honey, sometimes God say no. And you're going to start saying crazy stuff yourself. Amen. The truth is, people, God said yes. Which one? I said God said yes. Act like you want to fight because I said God said yes. God did say yes. All right. So, so if God told me yes, watch this here. When I'm temporarily denied of anything, I understand, and I can be just as cool as a cucumber. Huh? Because I understand they say yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. Amen. Now I may have to go and get along with God and find out what is it I make the need to do, amen, to make this thing manifest. But he already don't say it yet. I ain't got to ask him is he going to do it. He already said he's going to do it. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you just need to be at the right place at the right time. Glory be to God. God has already said yes. He said yes. Hallelujah. Whoa, I felt that. See, a whole bunch of y'all got a yes with that situation. Amen. And you don't know you got it. I'm going to say it one more time. A whole bunch of you already got a yes. You just don't know you got one. And when you don't know that you got a yes, guess who's going to steal your yes? Satan going to take that one because you don't know that it's yours. A lot of things already been given to you because you don't see them with the physical eye. You believe you ain't got them. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why it's so wonderful to spend time with God. That's why it's so wonderful to bask in his presence. Glory be to God. Because in some time, basking in his presence, he'll tell you where to turn. He'll tell you who to call. He'll tell you where to go. Glory be to God. And it was there all the time. It was there. In fact, let me go ahead and mess you up right now. I'm going to mess you up right now. Amen. That thing that you just got through praying to God about, amen, a couple days ago, and this morning too, Buki, you already got it. You already got it. Yeah. God just wants you to believe what he says. Hallelujah. Believe in what he says, take the weight off. Glory be to God. You're going to be happy walking around the house saying, Ain't nothing more beautiful, amen, than to have a mother in the kitchen. Amen. Whether she's cooking biscuit or cornbread. Frying fish or chicken. It'd be singing her little song over there. She a happy wife. She happy. Glory be to God. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Because at some point, God has already shown her and is now in her spirit that I got that. Already got it.
Those of you who still crying because you ain't seen no manifestation. Here, here, dry that stuff up. Come on. Now, come on now. Let dry, dry it up. Come back. Dry that stuff up. You need some. Give me some more tissues. Give me some more tissues. Y'all dry that stuff up. Dry the stuff up now. Come on now. Dry it up. Amen. <laughs> dry it up. Anybody else? note. I don't told you. I don't know what you and brother listen to me on. You already got that house. You already, what are you doing? You already got it. You already got it. Now, now, now you, watch this here. This happened to a lot of people. They'll be paying rent and the man will go up on them. Amen. And then they paying $16.50 a month. Amen. For an apartment. And then one day, dropping their spirit. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Right, wait a minute. Right, I'm getting that man $16.50 a month for, for apartment. For what apartment? Hallelujah. I'm finna go in my prayer closet right now. I'm going in my prayer closet. I'm giving God the glory. I'm praising the Lord. Glory be to God. Lord, where's that house? I'm heading out. Heshokonday out of our Sunday. Glory be to God. They, will, they won't brag about it, but I don't gonna brag for them. When they were staying, the house that they got, they weren't supposed to get that one. Okay. Talking, it was over yonder. Amen. But they got it. Amen. They were happy to have it. But suddenly they realized that, wait a minute, ain't no room in here for us. We need something bigger than that. Amen. And they began to pray and come together. That's what you gotta do. Pray and come together. Amen. Watch this here. Amen. Had they depend on the physical money that they actually had, if that's what they had to be depending on, they wouldn't be in the house they in today. You too. You too. The house Janethia live in. Amen. You wouldn't, mansion. you wouldn't be living in no house like that. Because your paycheck won't let you live right there. Amen. You got to believe God. You got to believe God. Hallelujah. You got to go hunting for the house. You got to go talk to him about the house. Glory be to God. Amen. Step up in the house and be praying in tongues all the time you're up in there. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Live in the house you want to live in. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Whoa, God Almighty, God Almighty, God Almighty. Live in the house you want to live in. That's what I'm talking about. God will put you in there, don't you say he won't, because he will. He'll put you in there. Whoa, y'all give God some praise right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Give God some praise up in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God want to bless the socks off your feet. Woo. 
I feel God, boy. God, I feel God. Hallelujah, somebody. Uh. Woo. Hey. Boy, I feel God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He coming to your house, boy. He coming to your house, boy. He about to bless the socks off your feet, boy. He about to bless the socks off your feet. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I believe we're in a season right now. I believe that. Where money that was not even promised to you is coming to you. It's coming to you. Uh, Y'all need need to hear me. It's coming to you. Unearned money. Oh, God. You're about to get money you didn't work for. You're about to get blessed off your feet, glory be to God. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.